1: burrow.com slash tms is brought to you daily by and large by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash tms like mason yorkis greg campo and dustin hicks coming up on tms naked quest 2 front junk Qu-
2: sorry questing in
1: the new Food. Senior geezer. Waiting for Gal Gadot. Sorry, we tore your home down. Here's the bill. Damn it, Picklesworth. The soft water wedding was unbearable.
2: Fleetwood mac and cheese. Geek sex I've never seen a buried septic system.
1: My shield are up. Your attacks are wasted. Elf with fur and sex. Gay Bears in Idaho.
2: We have 38 minutes left until the end of the world. Pick a Seinfeld episode already. Fair,
1: unbiased, blah, blah, blah with Amy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream.
3: My name's Michael. Hi, I'm Trisha. Hello, my name is Neil. And I'm Trevor.
0: Appears to do yes
1: the morning stream they wouldn't give us any more fish hello everybody and welcome to tms it's the morning stream for tuesday august 15th 2023 i'm scott johnson that's brian dibbitt hi brian hello scott good morning
2: good morning to you it
1: is a good morning i think it's nice out uh yeah the, the hint of cooler weather around the corner you know Mm-hmm. Uh, you got yeah. your, uh, all my water's working. Uh, the sprinklers are good now.
2: <laughs> Always a plus. <laughs> only yeah. took a
1: only took a month or something for that to all work yeah. out. Although, I will say this. I saw something I'm not sure anybody wants to see or talk about in their day, mm-hmm. but I saw something I should probably share for the show. In fact, it was kind of, it's almost tailor-made for what we do here. Oh, really?
2: Yeah. Okay, all right. It
1: C- combines a couple of things that, uh, I don't know, people in our audience might find interesting. Okay. I was walking around the neighborhood, uh, doing a little dog walking like I do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, saw a guy uh on his quest two up in a window in a townhouse naked
2: up there. <laughs> Jeez. Yep. He's just up there with his quest. Fully naked. Like you could, you could see everything. Fully oh yeah. Naked.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was far enough wow. away that it was a little obscury, but you could tell that dude was freaking naked. I saw wow. his bum and his, and his front junk and he had his, he had his uh, quest on the white yeah. one. So it's the quest two. And he's got the two <laughs> controllers. And yeah. I think it was some kind of boxing thing because he's doing like fun- punching with it.
2: Okay. All right. yeah. Hey, so know.
1: I quickly ran, ran down in my pocket there to grab my phone because uh-huh. I was like, I'm going to get a picture of this and just blur it out and share this with the world and uh, pull it up. And uh, sure enough, he had moved out of the way by the time Aww. I went to take a pictures. So I hung around for a minute and then thought... I probably shouldn't be sitting here waiting for a naked dude to come back into view. Yeah, then yeah, I think that,
2: that, that you're starting to say as much about you as it is about him. <laughs> yeah. The longer, the longer you wait to snap a photo... Uh...
1: Yeah, and then I have to explain to local authorities that I was doing it for the for the likes, you know?
2: Right, exactly. I'm oh, not... just doing this so I can put it on my social media. Yeah.
1: <laughs> not, not sure they were going to buy that, but... Um... Yeah, I guess you know what. Look, you're in your own house. Maybe, maybe you close your blinds.
2: Yeah, uh, exactly.
1: Jeez. Th- it's fine with me. You know, or Do wear you,
2: you know wear a tracksuit like uh, <laughs> normal people getting their their Beat Saber exercise, their daily Beat Saber regimen.
1: I just picture like Armenian mob tracksuit though. That's all
2: I see. Yeah, right. Of course, that's what we all picture. Yeah, yeah. big
1: white stripes down the side. Yeah. Adidas logo. that
2: that, uh, that blonde kid who used to come to all of the uh, all of the events, mm. the uh, the Nertaculars and the TMS Vegas. Blonde kid kind of looked like Garth from. Uh, wayne's world
1: oh yeah and came he always to, wore a yeah. red track suit yeah and he came to that game gamer thing we did and saw like that time you flew yes. out for
2: The geeks yep the yeah. geeks expo always yep. very
1: shy i haven't seen but him in ages
2: super every time super nice but mm-hmm. very very shy like basically would be the the guy who sits on the sidelines smiles mm-hmm. at us but doesn't uh
1: yeah, you had to go right. to him to get something. Yeah, to go of him. to him. Yeah. yeah, which we were happy to do. But I don't know why totally. if, he, if he's listening. Uh, how you doing there, buddy? I yeah, hope you're hope all you're good. Still doing
2: all right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was pretty young then. I think he was like eighteen. So he'd be cool. mid twenties now, probably. Yeah.
2: Wow. No kidding. <laughs> Holy cow! Oh, yeah. by the way, speaking of which, I didn't put this in the show notes. I got another. Um, uh, Coverville fan letter from uh, prison. Another Kentucky, a different prison, but same it is also in Kentucky. Whoa! Also, what is I think going on? Somebody now. just approved Coverville recently for inclusion on there because he he gave me a little more details. Apparently, they all get tablets, okay, and they don't get to they they get to choose what they listen to, but everything has to be vetted. And I think Coverville is now like it probably just came out on some list of like, all right, this is okay for the inmates to listen to. Uh well, let me let me so
1: just so I understand the a tablet yeah. in this must be a lower security
2: uh, It is it's a minimum security oh, cuz okay, these okay. are the guys so at least the other prison was the the guys who do the fire stuff who are like um they're on the fire department uh while they're in minimum security prison. Oh
1: right they do volunteer firefighter stuff while they're out yeah. and they're at the work yeah. release or whatever. So yeah. okay so the reason I say that is cuz if you're in like mm-hmm. a maximum security prison I would think you could make eight or nine shivs out of one Easily. tablet. yeah. Just tear yeah, it yeah. apart and, you know, the RAM chip in there I, alone is going to slice exactly. it in
2: iPad Pro, and you've pretty much got yourself a set of Wolverine claws. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. So they all, they get their own personal one and they can just listen I to guess, whatever? I
2: guess so, yeah, and they get to huh. listen to whatever, so.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Did he, uh, what else did he say? Did he say anything about, like, I don't know. He
2: asked if I would put together a, a Black Sabbath uh, episode. Oh, and I, and you I should do you it. Know, I've done I've done at least 5. <laughs> but that's okay. I'll do it. I mean, listen, I don't know when Ozzy's birthday is coming up, but uh let's see here. When what's uh, Ozzy's next milestone birthday? Currently, he's 74, so guess what? Next year, I'm sorry, no, this year, December 3rd, uh there will be a a Black Sabbath uh uh, episode. Goodness, that's awesome. Guaranteed. That's how quick. That's how quick things happen here. Yeah. Um, he also asked if I'd put um, band names in the show notes, and it's like, dude, I put them in the show notes. I put them in the the chapter information, and I put them in the lyrics. Um, of every episode so if you go into the lyrics you see like everything wow and if you do the aac version it's all in there in the chapter information i don't know if they've i don't know if the aac version was approved for their tablets but i think even mp3 shows uh, in the right player it shows chapter information
1: interesting Mm -hmm. but but this would be um obviously it's you know it it, we'd celebrate his birthday but this would be more about um You know the whole band, right? The whole uh, this would
2: be about the band. Yeah, I've got. I do have like you know covers of Bark at the Moon, and um, of course uh, tons of Crazy Train and stuff like that. But did Geezer Butler? Is that his name? Yeah, Uh, Geezer Butler.
1: Yep. Did he he go on to do other stuff, or did he kind of just fizzle out? Um, Feels like everybody in Black Sabbath kind of fizzled, except for well, I guess Ronnie James Dio
2: went. Tommy Ami did. uh, I mean, not fizzled, but I mean, he did. He was in. um, Wait, was Dio in there? Am I making that up? Ronnie he Gene? might have come in. No, he came in as a replacement, replacement vocalist for Ozzy, right? Right. That, That's my correctly? memory. It's been a while since we did the uh, soundography episode of, uh, uh, of uh, for Black Sabbath, but um, huh? I enjoyed that a lot more than I expected I would.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'd like that too, I think.
2: Yeah, Dio was in the, um, oh, in the 80s. Actually, June 1979- Uh, Dio replaced uh, Ozzy oh
1: geez okay well that makes sense because Ozzy's big solo career was most of the 80s I guess
2: yeah exactly he went kind of crazy there Geezer Butler was GZR was uh, Black Sabbath uh, Heaven and Hell Deadland Ritual I mean if you look at 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 Geezer's uh, list Mm. uh, Black Sabbath is Black Sabbath and then performing with uh, Ozzy Osbourne when he went solo is uh, you know gotcha by oh. the way, Geezer Butler's full full name is Terrence Michael Joseph Geezer Butler.
1: Yeah. And he shares, I didn't know this, but I share a birthday on July 17th with him.
2: Oh, look at that. No kidding. I had no idea. 20 years, he's 20 years your senior, he too. He is.
1: Exactly. <laughs> he's very much my senior. <laughs>
2: yeah, he's your senior geezer. Yeah. He's getting some <laughs>
1: senior discounts at that age.
2: Right. Exactly. Uh,
1: wow. Well, all right. See, that's cool. Look at you doing good for the incarcerated uh, the
2: incarcerated uh I know. Exactly. What the crime. heck, man? I don't know how this all worked out, but... Uh, I'm loving it. I think it's really funny. Based on the last There's couple nothing...
1: of days, you may you may get a request from somebody in a Florida prison. <laughs> anyway, what? Sorry. You were saying
2: something? Big fan, big fan of Chumbawamba. Uh, maybe you could find it in your heart to play some Chumbawamba. Wait, would you have
1: enough material to do a Chumbawamba? I
2: could definitely do a Chumbawamba cover story. You know, those guys, they get knocked down like me. Like me, a lot of people said I couldn't get back up again, but I did. We did. I got back up again.
1: I swear you've been working on this in private.
2: <laughs> you've been there like in be, the closet there somewhere. There between lift rides that I might, you know, be like, all right, we've got to turn left here. We've got to. Oh, they said we couldn't do it, but I turned left. I showed them.
1: Yeah. Let's check Jeannie. She's doing all right. <laughs> she's doing okay. You all right, Jeannie? Rainbow yeah, Bright. you guys okay? <laughs> okay. Make sure they're good. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, also, we got some clarification on the difference between gray water and black water. Okay. Okay. Because I guess there was some debate about, you know, whether septic tanks and what the filtering and all that did and all that. I mean, with
2: black black water, you need the Mississippi moon to keep on smiling on you.
1: Oh, that's right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: the the song, right? Do I have that right? That's
2: one. Yeah, that's exactly right.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I know none of the other lyrics for that song. (laughs) Well, anyway, we got a call about it. This is from someone who would know. So here it is.
2: Hey, boys. This is James the Trucker calling in for TMS. I'm on I-70 heading east towards
4: Columbia, Missouri. Uh, I just figured I'd, uh, do some educating on the septic system, Billy Bob. The, so
2: gray water is not sewer water. That's black water. Gray water is kitchen sink stuff and laundry stuff and
0: all of that other, all of that other tainted water that, uh, that isn't contaminated with sewage. Sewage is black water. Also, and I'm, you know, I'm not a a sewer expert, but uh, I've never seen a septic tank above ground. Maybe that's a mountain
4: thing. Louisiana, California, Missouri, Texas,
0: they're usually buried. Anyway, love the show.
1: See, that's interesting Ah. because Mm -hmm. I've never seen one buried. I've only ever seen them above
2: ground. Because they're buried, you can't see them, Scott.
1: Ah, good point. Yeah, good point. I guess point. I always assume if I don't see one above ground, it means that they've got regular plumbing, but maybe they don't.
2: See, and, and I might be assuming because I know like there's those big white cylindrical um, tanks. Yeah, that's what I'm And when you of. described above ground septic tanks, that's what I visualized. I don't know. Those, you know, the things I've seen might be actual like water tanks.
1: That's a good point. I, I, so when we were at Bear Lake, I saw, I don't know, hundreds of these. That's all they had there. And when yeah. I asked, The dude at the store there, he said, oh, those are septic tanks. But I don't, maybe he doesn't know. Maybe these are water tanks of various kinds. Maybe they're gray water tanks. I don't know what they are now. Mm -hmm. Now I'm questioning everything. If you're supposed to bury that, that's news to me. Um, My parents, sorry, not my parents, my wife's parents, before they moved out of Mississippi, they had a septic tank and it was above ground and that was in the South. So now I don't know who to believe. I don't know who to believe, you know?
2: Yeah, Jay Fantastic says you're probably seeing natural gas tanks. That makes sense, yeah.
1: Oh, those are um, those are
2: full of gas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the you know, gas, poop, it's all the same.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But
2: yeah, no, our, the, all the ones I've seen are buried underground, or at least all the ones I know about and assume they exist are buried underground.
1: Yeah, I may, this may be one of those lifelong misdirections I've had. I get those sometimes where it's like, oh, I've I've made an assumption for a very long time about what a big white tank in your yard meant, and I thought it meant it was full of poop.
2: That's right. By the by the way, um, this this is just going to go out to one person right yeah. now. Yeah. All right, um, Amy. You know you can keep attacking my shields, but my game is playing in the background. So. Uh, your, your, your texts are kind of wasted. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so back to our show. Yeah, so
1: back to our show. Uh, that to our was to n- nobody in particular. It's fine.
2: <laughs> nobody in particular. No.
1: Uh, all right, well, anyway, thanks uh, for that call. We also got a text from Carney. Uh, I assume that's... From uh,
2: from Wilson Phillips? I
1: don't It's a great question. Maybe it's from a, someone who runs a carnival. I don't know.
2: Well, uh, it we'll says... Hold on uh and we'll find out if it's her.
1: Hey, Scott and Brian, if you found out the world was ending in 45 minutes from the time you were told... What would you do with the forty-five minutes you have left? Says Carney.
2: Shit, forty-five minutes—that's so dang specific. Yeah,
1: Uh, he could—he could have said a day. I don't know why forty-five minutes—such a tight little time frame. Um, You know,
2: no kidding. Gathering Uh, up family
1: is kind of hard in forty-five minutes. You'll spend most of the forty-five gathering them up.
2: Right. Exactly. You know. Uh, Yeah, I mean that's exactly what I would do. I would call Tristan up. Uh, if Tina's, you know, out drive, out working, like out, you know, doing her job or whatever, yeah. call her up and say, um, let's meet somewhere in the middle, uh, have a hug for you know three minutes before. Uh, yep. Stuff. We
1: stuff can goes watch down. it go down or whatever. Like, it, assume. Let's say it was uh, a bomb, right? Let's say we knew yeah. a nuke was in the air and it was going to yeah. land in forty five minutes, and and so I would want to have everybody with me so that we could sit somewhere and actually be there to see it even though it doesn't oh, really? matter to see it, but I kind of want to be in,
2: I want to, if that thing's going to hit You were you w- visualizing that, that pastoral painting <laughs> of the family all backs to the backs to the artist, all just sitting there, arms around each other with the cloud, with the mushroom cloud directly in front of them. Kind of, yeah,
3: because
1: here's why I want it directly in front of me because I do not want to survive this. I don't want to be, sure. uh, you know a, a, a disgusting and you nightmare. figure if you're
2: all looking at it yeah, if we're all right there
1: in its path, even better. Let's do like, let's recreate the start of uh, Terminator 2. We'll all hold on to the the, the, the fence. fence. Yeah. <laughs> the your defenses. playground uh, fence. Doing this, you know, in the fire. Sure. Yeah, that's what I would do.
2: With a, with a blast that's powerful enough to rip the flesh off your arms, but not pry your fingers off the fence.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like that. And it could be anything. A big giant meteor, whatever. We just watched 65. We could have one of those, you know sure uh I, whatever but but if it's a big thing like that catastrophic thing I don't want to go hide somewhere you're just asking for a hundred years no. of fallout and and cancer and death and horrible
2: oh stuff. yeah no not planning on hiding but I'm not like where's it hey where's a good place that we can sit and watch this thing like uh <laughs> like we're going to a fireworks display all right do you have the blanket who's got the blanket I don't where's know, the if, picnic you know, basket? if you know
1: you're gonna go though right like yeah it's all right to you know, if you're gonna go, you may as well. I, I
2: wouldn't waste any time trying to find a vantage point to be able to see <laughs> what, where it's gonna happen. Well, yeah, yeah I wouldn't the, do that
1: either. Like, if if you're uh, gonna use some of your 45 to like get location <laughs> exactly. data, have no 45 yeah.
2: minutes. I'm not spending any of those trying to find a nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice no that's angle. a
1: that's a fair point uh the theory is it would be big enough that if you just faced west you'd get it right like it yeah probably
2: matter. right because it'd be coming from california <clears We don't throat> know it.
1: maybe oh, of course yeah that's where we'll get that's where they'll get this
2: hit take california that's
1: the reason that whole song is the reason we're gonna get bombed uh but anyway we hope that answers your question Carney. i don't know i mean just we'd gather family and you know try to have a last moment together like that yeah yeah i don't know what else you'd do
2: i'd exactly i mean I'm not going no. to try uh,
1: to speed run ba- uh, Baldur's Gate 3 in the last 45 minutes.
2: <laughs> You're not going to watch the first 45 minutes of Mad Max Fury Road? No, suggested.
1: No, that. <laughs> that's not bad, though. Or, you know, Paris, get a little pay- taste of Parasite before I go, you know.
2: Yeah, right, exactly. Brian, do, 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 I watched it. Do, 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 do. Uh,
1: although I could probably get two Seinfelds in. Hmm.
2: Oh, you'd probably... 45 minutes, you could... Uh, yeah, you could get two in, for I sure. I could probably get yeah. two
1: in. Take two of my favorites, just quickly watch them, assuming you internet... You skip
2: over the end credits.
1: Yeah. Just get... And not even bother with his... If it's one of the ones in the seasons where he's doing stand-up before, I just skip past that, get right to the meat of the story. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. That's that's the solution. Oh, yeah. How do you choose? That,
2: see, that's the other problem, is you're going to go on Hulu or Netflix or wherever they are now and be like... Oh, Super Nazi or uh, The Contest. Yeah. Oh, The Soup is Not in Me. Which one am I going to watch? Which two?
1: Yeah, and Kim's going, we
2: got like 38 minutes left. Freaking hurry up yeah. pick. Exactly. See, yeah. that's the thing. So really, what you should do now when we're not in danger is figure out which two episodes of Seinfeld you want to watch mm-hmm. in case you find out the world is going to end in 45 minutes there so that go. when the time comes, you're prepared.
1: You're saying prepare ahead. I get it. Yeah. Prepare ahead. We all should do that. You always should be preparing. Most people would yeah. say the pra- way to prepare is have a bunker full of food and medical supplies mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I say it's uh, pick your favorite three or two or, two or three episodes of a side film. That's Absolutely. my preparation. Yes. There you go. Preparation S, I call it. Uh, Brian, you <laughs> saw a movie. What did you see?
2: I did. Last night, too, I went to an advanced screening of a film mm. starring the voices of Jamie Foxx and Will Ferrell and Randall park and isla fisher and her natural australian accent holy crap yeah. the world the world is done for like you combine that accent with with uh her great comedic acting and her beauty and and all that stuff and we're just all done for she's great love her she's great lucky yeah. borat um lucky yeah, the movie is called strays mm. shit out luck.com <laughs> and it comes out friday it is an animated film uh, well, I shouldn't say animated. It's live action dogs with animated mouths. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh, right. Kind of like uh, b- the Babe Pig in the City kind of deal. That sort of thing, right? Where they,
2: yeah, um... yeah, exactly. Right, like okay. you, like everything's live action. That the dogs have little animated mouths, and they and it's a very very. It's well done. It's really really well done. Yeah, and it's about a dog who uh, gets separated from his. Uh, Horrible, horrible master played by Will Forte, and um, and finds a bunch of other stray dogs or finds some other dogs to help him get back. It's really, it's Elf with fur and a lot of sex jokes. Oh, wonderful! Is what it is? Oh, we
1: got. Yeah. Is this an R-rated film?
2: Oh, it is very R-rated. Mm. Like,
1: okay. interesting.
2: Very R-rated. <laughs> this so, is like uh, Apatow, uh level R-rated kind of stuff. Josh Gad, Rob
1: Riggle. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Is- Rob Riggle plays a, a police dog. Go figure. That's not, you know, that's <laughs> not typecasting.
1: <laughs> that's I don't great. know
2: what is. Yeah.
1: That's great. So, so clearly this is aimed at adults because This the is rating. aimed at
2: adults and it's very, very funny. It's, mm. um, it's extremely raunchy, but I was very surprised, very surprised how much heart it has. Huh uh at the end like it it really um I don't know really surprised me like how emotional it made uh, made me and maybe it's just because I love dogs but uh oh interesting
1: um, this guy directed I wonder where I'd heard this name this guy directed um a documentary but it was kind of a comedy thing called Becoming Bond did you ever see this the Bond oh, thing about did.
2: George Lazenby thing um is this the one I saw or am I thinking of something else 2017, I bet this is one you saw, the early life and casting of George Lazenby as uh, James Bond on A Majesty's sequ- Secret Service. I mean, this
1: is definitely it, because I remember, yeah. They, so there's some, it's like a fake documentary? Kind
2: oh, of. really?
1: Okay. Well, yeah, because you got Dana Carvey and um, Jeff Garland. Yeah, some of these people, they play characters in
2: it. Well, the film employs the use of reenacted dramatizations of Laszlo's Lazenby life, Lazenby's life, interspersed with actual interview footage of him. That's what's going Josh on. Josh Greenbaum. Um, I saw. So I don't
1: think I saw the whole thing. This is a weird. I have a weird memory that I saw this, but I think I maybe only saw bits and then forgot to go oh, back. Oh really. Oh, but man. This supposed looks to be great. Good. I
2: mean, it's a 78%. If people care about Rotten Tomatoes, I mean, I don't know who does. Uh, we should talk about that on FilmSec sometime. Um, but it's going kind of to hey, hey, Brian,
1: hey, what if we talked about it in two weeks? I'll bet we could work that out. Two weeks? You think we could do it in two weeks? I think we could do two it. Weeks? Yeah, I think we could right. do it. Okay. The,
2: not this All right. Saturday, but the Saturday after. I'll bet we could make that Get happen. Out. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll have to see if we can do that. Weird. We can't do that because I'm going to be in Asheville. How is it Carol? even possible? And so is Dunaway. This isn't possible. Possible? How is it even possible? People Forget won't be hearing our real it. voices. It's gonna be AI, Brian. And mm. AI, it's gonna be brain and brain because our names will contain AI. Nice. Um anyway, becoming Bond on Hulu. I gotta check this out. This looks great.
1: Yeah, I remember I need to go back. Maybe I just need to rewatch. It. I just don't remember.
2: Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. anyway, so this, so this is Greenbomb. good.
1: You liked it. This
2: is good. And i and I'd say this is, you know, there's no reason to see it on the big screen unless you really want to. I mean, you know, support your your good movie theaters don't support your shitty movie theaters, but no. if you like the movie theater experience, cause you've got a good one near you, then support it by seeing this movie in theaters. But, uh, wow. but if you, uh, if you don't, uh, if your movie theater, uh, eats, um, uh, poop like many do, sadly, <laughs> if you're basically, if your movie theater is an Alamo draft house, then, right. uh, wait till it comes out on streaming.
1: Well, I'm, I'm interested. You've, you've, yeah. you've piqued my interest as they say yeah. yeah we almost watched that um uh gal gadot deal this came out um
2: oh right heart of stone yes.
1: yeah heart of stone there it is yeah um but then man the reviews were so mediocre and bum me out really yeah i don't i was like really looking forward to it i thought it looked interesting and i like her and it looked like a spy thriller deal and you know, you know,
2: if only if only we could talk about uh, whether movie reviews should sway us in whether we.
3: watch <laughs> <or>
1: <laughs> Wait! Wait! I have another idea. <laughs> Not this
2: Saturday, but the next one. Yeah. We're going to make time? it happen. You want to do, that? You want to do that? Yeah, we're going to make yeah. it
1: happen, That's you guys. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. We're made, we're playing, planning stuff in real time here. It's incredible. Well anyway, Strays, go check it out.
2: Anyway, Strays, go check it out. Yep. Worth seeing. Uh wait, how'd you uh, get how'd you
1: get a pre uh screening type thing?
2: Alamo draft house, oh. baby. Yeah, we got uh I'm on the list because we have those go see movie every day if you want tickets. Yep. And uh so we got uh invites, hey, wanna see an advanced screening? And I think they even um they even mentioned oh yeah, it even comes with a free live QA with um Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx that's that's basically streamed to all the theaters that are showing it. Yeah. But um, they didn't do it before the movie. It's funny, there were no previews. Steven Schleicher would have loved it. It just went 6.30, bam, movie starts. Wow. 8 o'clock, bam, movie ends. Wow. And, um... Unbelievable. T and I stuck around to see if there was anything at the end of the credits. There wasn't. But, uh
1: um well, that's good to know now everybody can know that when they see it and just get out of there
2: yeah there's a funny pre-credits scene mm. but uh, nothing after the credits including uh and we waited maybe for uh, like 30 seconds a minute and was like i don't think they're doing the q a but there were a lot of people still waiting in the theater so you know we probably just were impatient we're like yeah, let's just get home. Yeah. Let's get home and watch a little more uh, Strange New Worlds. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, you already... Uh, how deep are you in
2: there? We're we're only two episodes in. It's very, very good, but but we're only uh, two episodes
1: You're not to so. the famed uh, uh, musical thing yet?
2: I've whatever. not gotten to the musical episode or the cameo episode. Oh, Molly Fent brings up a good point. The actor's strike. Yeah, that probably prevents them from doing oh. a live Q&A and talking about the movie. Yeah,
1: because right. that's considered promotion, duh. Yep. Yeah. That yep, would make sense. Thank you, Molly. So those yeah. people were waiting too long, but they're probably used to that. Alamo probably does that a lot, but not during the strike,
2: is my yeah, guess. Exactly. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, well, there you have it. I uh, still want to see Oppenheimer.
2: Still want to see that in theaters before uh, before it leaves theaters. You know what's
1: tricky with that one? You're probably the same problem as me. It's just going, okay, when, when do I really have a three-hour? Carving,
2: carving out three hours yeah, of time. It's you know, a lot. Exactly. It's a ton of yeah. time.
1: And you yeah. can't just like... I don't know that. That's hard for me, but I'm, I still I want heard, to sit uh, there.
2: I heard FBI agent Doug went son. he got hungry three times during that film.
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's
2: a deep cut callback right there. Very deep, very cut, agent, agent Doug. Nicely done. <laughs> uh, that meeting was so long, I got hungry three times during that meeting.
1: That's pretty good. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna do now a little thing we call news coverage, and. uh, so much going on in the news right now. It's good that we're here, you know, to to break the news, to discuss the news, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to bring the important stuff to Watch the people. The so here it is. <laughs> it's time for the news, and it's brought to you by
2: accidental vegetarianism.
1: Yeah, Carter had a whole thing of vegetarian. Uh Enchiladas that Kim made sure. alongside the ones with the meat in it. I didn't know mm. that.
3: Mm. Oh no! So
1: yesterday I ate them and I thought, well, these are a little different, but they're still good. I wonder what's different. And then I realized, oh, there's no meat in these. And then later Carter's like, who ate my enchiladas? <laughs> I'm
2: like, oh shit. no! When does Kim come back? Like, how long does? Oh, she's is, here. She is, was is Carter gonna starve? Okay, good. Yeah, So Carter's not back. gonna starve. Okay.
1: She'll be fine. She'll be totally okay. fine. Uh, I hope. Anyway, uh, all right, let's do this one. The city. We'll get to what city in a second. (laughs) Okay. Uh, A city uh, mistakenly tore down a man's home. And now they are suing him. The city is suing the man for $68,000 in demolition costs.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, this seems wrong to me. Uh, let's find out more. Uh, first, the city demolishes home. Now they're trying to get uh, to foreclose on the property to pay these sixty-eight thousand dollars in demolition costs. The whole time, the Atlanta man. So this is in Georgia. Nothing else happening in Georgia in the last day or so. Georgia no, just no. Uh, devoid of any kind of news.
2: Yeah, like news free. It's like a, a dead zone with regard to yeah, news. Nothing um, going
1: on at all. Nothing. Nothing in the national <laughs> interest of the country or any of that. Uh, anyway, they're trying to foreclose on this property now. And the whole time, the Atlanta man said the paperwork had the wrong address on it. That was as simple as it was. "Quote: I'm not going to let the city take this from me. I'm going to fight them tooth and nail," says yeah. homeowner Everett. Use
2: both. Tripodis was is that how you'd say that? Yeah, that's how I'd say it. tripodus Tripodis. 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 I think it sounds. It sounds Greek. Yeah. <laughs> Tripodis. They called me
1: tripod in high school. If you know. What I'm oh, did
2: they? Yeah. It's just an empty I lot. I cameras. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was really into the camera class I was taking.
2: Yeah, no, exactly. <clears throat> says,
1: it's just an empty lot now, but the city demolished the Southwest Atlanta home. Now, Tripodus told Channel 2 Consumer Investigator Justin Gray. It sounds like a guy who's got his own billboards, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that he has uh, been served with a lawsuit from the city of Atlanta claiming and saying they intend to foreclose on uh, the property and then take the property. Quote, when I saw that came from the city... When I saw that came from the city, there we go. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. I was
1: quite excited. Maybe it was a letter of apology. Maybe it was a check. Maybe they were going to just, uh, justly compensate me. I opened it up and realized they were suing me, says Tripodus. Jeez. Ah, what a rip in the pants. No uh, let's see. They reported this in, in March uh, before the, uh, the tearing down of the house. Well, where's the guy living now? I, they didn't get into that in the story. No. Uh, but anyway, feels like if that happens, he. You owe him. You can't sue him. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. And you need to, you need to, uh, you know, pay to have the house rebuilt. Yeah. Yes. You know, or compensate him the equivalent amount of whatever that is. It it seems obvious to all of us. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking to see if they show his house and, like, like, did they just get the whole house or did they figure out what was going on before they um, got too far into it? I mean, it looks like they. Mm Took uh, uh, this
1: video goes, let's see. Hold on. Let's see if I can
2: find this. Here. I gave up on the video after three minutes of, I'm Justin Farmer, and I'm Louise Bigglesworth. <laughs>
1: oh, Louise Bigglesworth. Here's She's going places. Here's
2: tonight's news on Atlanta's blah, blah, blah. She'll
1: be on MSNBC next year. New country. Atlanta
2: Action News.
1: Yeah, it is, they don't really show the house. They show some land around this, but that's about it. Um, yeah. Is everyone's 3D news, local news channel 3D intro feature a helicopter? Because I swear they all have a helicopter. <laughs> that's so funny to me. They
2: really, really want you to know that uh, the first one did, and everybody's like, oh man, they've got a helicopter. And then the ones are like, well, crap, we've got a helicopter too. We better let people know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because feels- that's how we got our news too, with a helicopter.
1: Yeah, helicopter news. It's the only news you can trust. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do here, but it sucks. I don't like that. Yeah. So get maybe, you know, if I was a conspiracy theorist, I'd say maybe this whole uh, RICO Violation Act, uh, f- you know, uh, federal indictment stuff is just to cover up this one it's, guy's it's Just to case. cover
2: up the accidental uh, demolition. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's how it goes. Like these, dude, I've so, let me tell you my new, this is my new thing. We'll see how long it lasts.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: I'm done. I think I have to be done reading contributing to fine but reading social media i have to be i have to be done done mm-hmm. because here's here's why today i fired up yeah and i see one story that says uh death toll reaches 100 in the in the uh Hawaiian, in hawaii fi- the maui fires yeah. and i'm like oh man that's awful very next thread is a guy who who's theorizing that these were it was started by bombs that were set by the government Like a whole, there's a whole conspiracy theory out there because some of the trees didn't burn and that makes no sense. So it had to be a special kind of napalm or some kind of thing. They're going off in a hundred different directions about this. And I went, I'm so irritated by this that it makes me want to engage. And then my brain went, Scott, remember, that's what this is. That's what they're doing. That's
2: that's what they're trying to do. Exactly. You want to
1: sucker into this or do you want to finally
2: break the chain? Exactly. So what are you broke... what are you still doing? Well, I mean, I'm to, breaking the we've chain. Got, we've got so many we've got so many people who follow us on X that it's, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, we got
1: a post, but we just don't need to read, you know?
2: Right. Exactly. So that's no, what I'm going to do. I, I, I'm going to be
1: I'm a I'm a poster right. not a consumer. That's how it's going to work. That's yeah. the deal.
2: Yeah, basically I am a rep- I am a replier. If yeah. you if you message me on uh uh X, I will reply. Yep. But uh but I'm certainly not going to scroll Especially since what well, I can only read eight articles before it wants to charge me or whatever it is.
1: Whatever it is now. Whatever yeah. stupid thing they're doing. But I just, uh, <laughs> Cinderella I, says, just done.
2: Did I just really call it X. Yes, I really just call it X. Well, that.
1: that's what they want you to
2: call it. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I enjoy calling it X because I'm an X user.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 I mean, my, my usage is so far down. So even then, even, you know, like I'm already better at not using it. Yeah. But this one, I popped it up this morning and just went, "You freaking weirdos! You're all weird." <laughs> and I don't know how many of you are serious, how many of you are just do, engagement hounds. I don't know how many of you are are, are just lying. I'm just done with you. <laughs> <laughs> done with these people, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've had it. All right.
1: And then I'll probably look at it later. All right, let's uh, check yeah, out sorry. this story. A uh, Colorado story. For you.
2: Oh, Colorado Connection. That's
1: right. Since we don't have a clip, Brian has to say it every time. That's how it works. Yep. Yep. Sorry. A bear has crashed a Colorado wedding and raids the dessert table.
2: Sure. Oh, sure. gosh. Listen, you forget to shave for a few days. <laughs> and people start calling you a bear. Yeah. Uh, it's just not That's right. It's a little not
1: stereotyped, right. isn't it? You know.
2: Exactly. Come on now.
1: Are you saying Brian's a gay guy in Idaho? Well, you better have some proof to back it up. I don't know. I always think of <laughs> I always think of bears like the gay bears. They to me it's always Idaho. I don't know why. They have a, they have a huge contingent community, a bunch of people up there, yeah. which is great, you know. Yeah. Go for it. But uh i always think of idaho obviously it's, it's not just really idaho funny. but
2: yeah no very much not, <laughs> not just <Idaho. laughs>
1: i just think of it that way i have two or three friends that are considering themselves quote unquote bears and they live up they live up there so yeah, i'm a little skewed. okay all
2: right fair enough
1: so check this out oh is there video in this hold on oh
2: good i love my i love me a good bear eating sweets video i think this might
1: be it i'm gonna play that we have to wait for bigglesworth to talk again but anyway Uh, Colorado couple's wedding started with a monsoon rain and ended with an uninvited guest. Oh, once again, with the monsoon rains. uh, Are we going to get into that thing again? That old mess?
2: Yes, we are.
1: Can't have monsoons out here, I was told. But here's this article calling it a monsoon rain. I don't know. Anyway, ended with an unrivaled, sorry, uninvited guest. Maybe unrivaled as well. A bear uh, raiding the dessert table. Caitlin McRosie Martinez and Brandon Martinez shared photos from their Boulder County wedding, Mm, which took an unexplained turn when the monsoon rains began to fall right before they exchanged their vows. Mm -hmm. Uh, She looks like there was low pressure in the shower. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw that Teinfeld episode and, you know, when everyone's hair goes flat.
2: Yeah. And That's really funny. Like, like that Soft, to me. soft water. <laughs> yeah.
1: Soft water. Uh, looks like they don't have video of the bear. That's unfortunate. Um, anyway, so by the time it started pouring rain on us in the middle of the ceremony, we all had to, you know, hide and get out of there. Okay, uh, you're
2: not referring to the uh, the newscaster, are you? No, just the lady okay. sitting there. She's something oh, yeah. her hair. I love Jennifer Meckles. That's Jennifer Meckles. And she's. I was going to say, you probably know who this local reporter is. adorable. Are. Yeah, we love Jennifer Meckles in this house. Oh, well,
1: nice. Well, good job, Jennifer yeah. Meckles. You've got a fan and. Arvada,
2: yes. Moviegoer Brian Ibbot.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, frequent moviegoer Brian Ibbot would like to say. Oh yeah, this. she does. Yeah, she does look like. Do you she's know what like I'm pretty saying? Pretty just like hair. a little bit yeah. low low pressure. It's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. not her fault. It's the local water people. You gotta get that done. No. Oh, they there do there have no video. more. Uh... Have video. Oh, there it is. They're yeah, showing it on a phone, on a camera, shooting at a phone. Why didn't you just take the video off the <sighs> phone and the dude
2: <laughs> I don't know how to get video off my phone how do I get video off my phone
1: I'm so annoyed by that that's the easiest oh, thing on this planet
2: oh look at that bear
1: and the lightning's going off out there Oh man. Wow. well you'll never forget your wedding
2: <laughs> exactly
1: uh, good for them oh, um, anyway they at said it's
2: nice to see they have a cover on their phone though that's good
1: yeah you know, that is good right you want to protect it and Somebody you know, was trying that to. That
2: looks like it looks like they actually. Maybe not. Maybe I'm I'm mistaken. But it actually looks like they superimposed the video. Mm. It doesn't look like you're actually looking at video from a phone.
1: Oh, like like they they put, they
2: put it like on. They put a like they put a phone up there just to insinuate that you know this is where the video came from. Like it looks like like phone with a green screen. Let's
1: but maybe see. not. I'm trying to see. Because they, are, they, are, they do have some shots where they show the bear up close. Oh, there it is.
2: Yeah. Oh, you know what? You see what I mean? I think you're right.
1: Yeah. They're trying to be... Yeah,
2: look c- at the left edge. The left edge, you could kind of see a little bit of blue. A little
1: break on it, yep. They, yes, they did like green you don't screen. have your
2: green screen. Uh,
1: yep, yeah, yeah. around the edge of the, yes. uh, the moat thing. We
2: intentionally made this image smaller to indicate that it was shot on a phone.
1: See, that now I'm even more annoyed. Yeah, because yeah. now they're trying oh, to just I be knew. creative. It's like, come on, you guys. We know you should Jennifer
2: Meckles did not approve that. <laughs> that's not the kind of stuff that I would expect from Jennifer Meckles. So it can't be Meckles' I, fault. No, definitely not Meckles' fault. Though.
1: No, 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 for sure not. I mean, well, anyway,
2: because uh, we 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 talk about Jennifer Meckles all the time. Yeah, and, and she's
1: she's she's a, she's uh, she's a solid uh, you know local reporter. She's I guess.
2: good. She is like she is like. Uh, like they said hey we've got all these news people but let's we need a girl next door type mm. and that's what they got with Jennifer Meckles. she's like uh yeah somebody accidentally um invited me to this newscast i'm just going to go ahead and read this cuz it's in front of me
1: it's something she i like about that. she doesn't that.
2: come across as the whole like today wildfires are raging across maui yeah. you know it's like she's she's more
1: just the more down to earth you're saying. We're down
2: to earth. Yeah, we like her.
1: I like that term. Down to earth. Mm-hmm.
2: Down to earth. Yeah. Feet on the ground.
1: Yeah, feet on the ground, nose to the grindstone. reaching uh. for the
2: stars. <laughs>
1: oh man. Uh well, there's that. That's a story. That's a fun one. Now let's jump over to Salt Lake City. Married? Okay,
2: good. We we got to, for balance, you had you had a Colorado story, now you've got to have Yeah,
1: data. but you know, just for fun, I'm just going to remind everyone that Canada exists.
3: Canada!
1: Nothing to do with the story, just letting you <laughs> know.
2: Only because you can't find the Utah connection. 100%. You're gonna use.
1: 100% yeah. correct. Because I moved, I got rid of it because we hardly used it, and then I, now I need it, and it's not here. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? I'll play this for my poor soundboard use. There you go, Scott. <laughs>
2: Don't let Dvorak hear it. Don't yep. let Dvorak hear that you don't know how to use a soundboard, Scott.
1: Yep, that's right. Uh all right, so this is interesting. Um, speaking of water and rain and lack of and all that. Prior to this year's uh or this last winter, there was real concerns, like legitimate hardcore concerns that the great salt lake was literally going to dry up if we didn't get enough mm-hmm. rain or enough oh, wow. precipitation. Okay. Yeah. And if that happened it was all kinds of ecological issues and this thing's you know this is a millions of years old body of water that is prehistoric in every possible way of defining it and nobody wanted to lose it, right? Like Utahns right. have been like pretty freaked out about it. Anyway, through pouring water into the great salt lake, one group hopes to submerge all of Utah. They want to take the whole state and go back to its prehistoric state when we had yeah. uh, Lake Bonneville, it was called, or that's what we've named it. But it was basically, we were, a, this. the valley was a giant basin for a huge body of water back in the sure. day. Yeah, And they want to get back to that, which I think is a little weird, given that there are millions of people living here. But anyway, uh, much their as-
2: pouring water like oh i can't wait to hear the story i'm yeah. gonna let you i'm gonna let you tell me the story Scott. all right here yeah. we go i mean yeah. beyonce's yeah.
1: video was the best but i'll still i read it <laughs> much has been said about the issues facing 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 you ever lose your car keys let me try that again facing utah's great salt lake the great salt lake hit its lowest recorded record level in november 2022 uh arsenic uh, is the exposed lake bed or in the exposed lake bed threatens to poison the air. That was another big thing people were freaked out <laughs> okay. about. Wow. Scientists at Brigham, Brigham Young University in Provo estimate that without policy changes the lake would dry up in 2028 with local species killed off by overly salty water beforehand. Uh, today, let's see. Today's exposed lake bed is currently strewn with the corpses of dead seagulls and swarms of brine flies. Can confirm. Last time I was out there yeah, insane amount of flies awful
3: brine
2: they, flies. they, they love horrible. it
1: though they love it they're the brine flies yeah, are having it. a moment oh, yeah. they're yeah, into we it we
2: love the salt oh more salt no, 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 no.
1: so it says here even after uh, receiving record new feet of water from last year's massive snow runoff the utah division of forestry fire and state lands reported it's not going to be enough to fix the problem the entire lake bed still needs to rise another six feet hopefully more in the 1910s the iconic black rock was completely surrounded by water right now that thing is naked as a jailbird mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, when I was a teenager, I think there was it was still flooding there. Like, we had plenty of water. Wow. So, I don't know. It's Climate change or a million other things that have all affected it. Anyway, one group thinks it's possible, but their ultimate goal is to refill the entire basin. Here's more. Hold on. i got to pull up the rest of it.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: it says here, uh, the Utah-based art collective featuring artists, musicians, writers, and thinkers exploring the unique perspectives. This isn't it. Hold on. What happened to the story? Is this the right story? Hold on.
0: Doesn't yes,
1: that's them. The Ark Hive. Oh, the Ark Hive, Utah-based yes. art collective. Okay, artists, musicians, writers, and thinkers exploring the unique perspectives and peculiarities of Utah's Utah Mormonism and the American West. That's a long tagline.
2: It is. Yeah.
1: Um, I didn't put that on a T-shirt. They're known for their stylish design, tongue-in-cheek humor, blah 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 blah. Um, let's see.
2: <laughs> last October, the Mormon art group threw a Halloween gathering in Orms University Place, Deseret Book. After it became a spirit Halloween, <laughs> so you can they're having a little bit of fun, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
2: <clears throat> in August,
1: they held a refill Lake Bonneville protest at the Black Rock historic site near the Great Salt Lake. The goal of gathering of the gathering was not only to save the lake but to restore its prehistoric levels. Lake Bonneville was a uh, pluvial lake that covered most of the state during the late. Uh, Pleistocene? Pleistocene. Pleistocene or Ice Age is what I would say because I don't like yeah. saying say Pleistocene. That. Say that. Yeah. Yeah. that sounds like something I need to ask my doctor about. Uh, <laughs> the infographic below explains how big these artists want to dream. Anyway, so it's kind of a lark. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, is, it's a major is, lark.
2: This is jokiness as opposed to... Uh, yeah. But uh, we do want to yeah. fix
1: the problem. It's a bad out there.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's a really cool... Oh, there's a shot of that that rock that thing is now like a desert rock but if you look at it in this old black and white photo in this article
3: mm-hmm.
1: that's how it used to look just stuck out of the water like that it's so cool they call it black rock yeah dude it's yeah, a rad place if you've never if you've been out here and you haven't been to the great salt lake it's stinky uh because it's you know literally prehistoric salty mess mm-hmm. but it's just it's another planet it's just mm-hmm. unbelievably cool uh, worth seeing if you're ever out this direction let's go back to colorado
2: okay no oh we have another colorado store. yeah i, I didn't place, mean to do this park i, like I really have like a <laughs> sequel to jurassic park called place
1: to see park made out of place clay to see park. It sounds like plasticine
2: it does quite sound like plasticine yeah
1: um the, yeah, I didn't mean to do this. To have Colorado, then Utah, then Colorado again. No this didn't, It's
2: like a little. It's like a little Colorado Oreo.
1: Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs>
2: it's a Western Oreo.
1: So check this out. Employee at a Colorado driving school plows through the front of the business building or of business building. So this is someone who works at the driving school, not some dumb mm-hmm. kid who hit the gas when he meant to hit the brake. Someone who works there should know better. Someone who knows better, yeah. It says here an employee uh, at a driving school in Colorado made an unforgettable entrance into a building on Tuesday while attempting to park a Hyundai Tucson in a spot in front of the community driving school on Wadsworth Boulevard in Lakewood. Do you know where that is?
2: I do, totally do. Yeah, Wadsworth is is kind of my major thoroughfare, but Lakewood, so yeah, I don't know uh, community driving school. Are it's there, somewhere, somewhere south of uh, 6th Avenue.
1: Is it like first? I assume it's for like students who are doing it during the summer or something or not doing it through school or something? Or yeah, maybe it's, old. it's
2: kind of a dumb name, right?
1: Yeah, I agree. What,
2: where do you, uh, where do you want to learn how to, how about uh, community driving?
1: School? I like to go to community driving school.
2: It's funny, there's one, oh, there it is, 2099 Wadsworth Boulevard. Oh, 20th and Wadsworth, that is right by the Lizard Store.
1: Yes, I'm sorry. What
2: we have a lizard store, like a pet and lizard,
1: Road. like pet lizards.
2: Yeah, like a like a place you go and buy reptiles. But I think they're maybe they're called Lizard World, and they're just
1: focused on lizards.
2: Like... Uh, well, they're they're the name of the place is Lizard World, I think. Okay, or at least so, they have a sign that says Lizard. So like an emphasis oh. on lizards,
1: but they have but other I'm stuff. I'm not
2: finding it. Let's see. Twentieth. I mean, I'm looking at the right. That oh, was a catty corner from. Uh, there's Mile High Nails, Olive Facial Club. Olive <laughs> Facial Club. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we'll talk about Olive Facial rule number one. Yeah. I don't. Nocturnal Tattoo Two.
1: Tattoo the Two?
2: Where is the where's the re- reptile place? There's a place right next door called Rocky Mountain Punk.
1: Ooh.
2: But I don't uh, know what it uh
1: That's hardcore man.
2: It is. What is it? It's a uh
1: <laughs> Yeah, what did they do there?
2: Nature, Art and Oddities. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's a weird name for that. That is a weird name, yeah. Well, yeah, There's lizard, oh, scales and tails. That's the name of the scales and tails. Uh, scales and tails is the name of the uh, the the lizard storm.
1: <laughs> so it sounds like an an emphasis on on reptiles.
2: Yes, yes.
1: But uh, but they probably got gerbils and other shit and fish and stuff.
2: I think only only enough to uh, to feed the uh, the lizards. Let's let take a look. At it. Yeah. <laughs> basically scales and tails where reptiles rule so they wow. are your, that's your one-stop reptile shop okay is what they are so
1: they're like yeah. a they're like a harley-davidson store that's it's all motorcycles exactly, exactly. The, they it,
2: do have a picture of a, a an outline of a rat on their home page but it is an outline to let you know that that uh, thats for food <laughs> yeah oh so there their animal of the month is a baby savannah monitor oh well
1: uh, that resolution
2: but yeah
1: <laughs> Speaking of Georgia, Savannah monitor. Savannah monitor. Uh, I used to love lizards. I used to be a big fan yeah. as a kid. I had a couple of them. I would always get them. We'd go down to Lake Powell and I would catch two or three lizards. I always had to let them go, but I always loved doing that. Yeah, I would enjoy your scales and tails store. What it's I'm a saying. great
2: looking, great looking store. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I would go there. Uh,
1: uh, well, anyway, this thing crashed through all this. Uh, it crashed so much, under
2: so much to get to or this. Uh, yeah,
1: the best anyway. part about it is there is a learn to drive sign, and they yeah. crashed right under that.
2: That's the best. Oh my god! Please tell me there's a photo of that because that would be that's the that's the postcard. That's what right you want to see. Yeah,
1: the, that's your that's yeah. your meme generator machine right there. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I bet I bet it's in this uh, video from Fox probably Denver Fox News Ugh.
1: we got a uh, Lakewood police police wrote on X formerly known as Twitter that's how they wrote this by the way
2: uh, it's formerly, formerly Twitter
1: says thankfully quote thankfully there was only one minor injury they didn't say if it was a lizard who might have been affected <laughs> uh, let's see here nobody or no the department did not specify who was injured I'm guessing it was probably the driver but maybe not maybe somebody was in the way yeah. Uh, in response to Fox News Digital, Community Driving School said, That's <laughs> still their name. I hate the name." Community yeah. Driving School said, um, uh, "Reports classifying the employee as a driver instructor are not true. So he doesn't. He works uh, there, but he's not an instructor.
2: He's not an instructor. Well, that's good.
1: Yeah. Person who drove the vehicle into the building was a new employee on his second day. He was observing classroom instruction. Uh, he had not started any training or uh, to be a, an in-car ins- instructor," says uh the owner Steve Rahman. Ropman. Roman Roman
2: jeez <laughs> oh, yeah. they went fully in it wasn't just like the uh the front of the vehicle went in Let's like see. the entire vehicle went into the store they
1: bust all the way through oh jeez yes.
2: yeah. oh gosh
1: yeah yeah that's a that looks like the end of a fail video look at that guys
2: yeah and I think I think that's a I think that's a legal weed shop. Oh, well, yeah, this is... The guy has a hood and a mask on. This is, like, a different... This has got to be a different uh, video. Oh, it totally is a different... Hilarious. So, under the article, Employee at Colorado Driving School Plows Through Front of businesses Building, right? The video is of a suspect crashing a stolen car into a King County, Washington cigarette shop What what
3: what? This is
2: this is the kind of uh, top notch journalism that we expect from Fox. Wow, Uh, we're not even editors. Video. Yeah, Yeah. this is
1: bullshit. I hate that. Nice job, Fox News. You did it. Yeah, you nailed it. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Amy will be here telling us what books we should read. She's also got a little story about her experience in jury duty. So we're going to hear about that.
2: Oh, good. Okay.
1: So that's all coming up after this break. Brian brought a song. You want to tell us uh, who it is and what it is and all that?
2: I do. Oh, this is good. And uh, I'm going to warn people that there is a little bit of... um a uh, little bit of a swear in the song. It's got a little bit of an explicit tag oh. right at the beginning. So if you can get past the first minute, then you're fine. Yeah. But this is great. It's still it's still some heavy alternative uh, rock. I really dig this. This is a song called "Crying in the Shower" by alt rock vocalist and songwriter Let Down. and that's all one word: L E T D O W N. Um, he's uh, he's already cracking the top twenty at uh, alternative radio stations around the the country. Um, and this is from his debut, which is, um, which is also called crying in the shower. Um, EP from, uh, Letdown, and, uh, he's going on tour. Check him out starting September 24th in Louisville, Kentucky at the louder than life festival, and then going all over the country after that here is let down with crying in the shower.
3: Fucked up from the pain You never like diamonds, only shit that you can break Running out of porn stars and highs that I can chase Crying in the shower,
0: but I can't wash you away
3: I don't want to learn another lesson
0: at mcdonald's care about your life
2: the coupe de grass, i'll leave to the wolves and gila monsters
1: and we're back hey who is that one more time
2: I'll tell you. I'll tell you who it is. That was uh, the band, I'm sorry, the artist Letdown from the brand new EP Crying in the Shower. That is the title track. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Um, boy, when I add someone to the call, you'd think I would hit the right button to make it work. Hit
2: the right button, would ya? Oh,
1: you know what it is? Discord always says, you're in three other groups with this person. Are you sure you want to group with them here again? I'm like, well, yeah, I know what I'm doing. You don't have to wonder. Your weird ass app. All right, check it out, everybody. We're doing this. <laughs> One of the things that I enjoy also is reading. It is also something we enjoy also, and that's reading. Uh, and we'd like to do it with uh, Red Fraggle three aka Amy Robinson. Hi, Amy, welcome back to the show.
4: Hi.' How it's are so you? good to talk to you guys. I've missed you. We've yeah, missed you
1: as well. I you too. Um, how to go last you had something last week. I don't remember what it was. You had something to do.
4: Yes, I had a I had a doctor's appointment last oh, week.
1: Everything so, go fine. Everything good. All is good.
4: Uh, <laughs> it's a little weird, to be honest. Um, I you know I've talked about this on the show before that I have narcolepsy, mm. and uh, turns out I have I now long story, but I have gotten a new neurologist, yeah. and uh, my new neurologist thinks that I may have been misdiagnosed. Oh so oh, wow. yeah so what does that and, mean do you uh, know
1: what that means yet or are they not sure what that means yet
4: well i he I, he's kind of one of these doctors that's like until he has a diagnosis he doesn't want to say possibilities because mm. then you'll just google it and say you have all those symptoms kind of thing yeah. even oh, if sure. you're doing it subconsciously you know you'll, yeah. you'll lean that way
3: yeah.
4: um so which is Good. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's what you want, yeah, you a doctor. Want you want to, s- yeah, scientific, sure. you know, very, you know, try and limit the biases, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, so, at, at minimum, I'm going to have to do another nighttime sleep study because he says, based on some of my answers to the intake form and and also, like, that I am a woman in my Mid 40s, that I am right smack in the demographic of people who acquire sleep apnea. Mm. Uh, Mm. So I may have added sleep apnea to the mix. And uh, so I need to do a nighttime sleep study to determine that. And then he's going to look at the, you know, the EEGs and all that stuff from my previous sleep studies uh, to see what they show. And I might have to do the daytime sleep study also to see if. Yeah. You know,
2: those are fun. It's uh, basically here, we're gonna put all we're gonna hook you up with all of these wires to measure your heart rate and your, your oxygen levels and all that sort of stuff. Now sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just no, just relax. Now, yeah. No, just relax and get some good rest. Yeah, you know, it's And in a like. bed
4: that is not yours mm-hmm. and, and with in a
2: room that's not yours, like all yeah. that stuff.
4: Knowing that there's say, a medical school intern sitting right out there, like watching, <laughs> watching you. Like day. there are cameras and like you know, telemetry and all that stuff. Yeah. Like literally. I will say
2: (laughs) I was surprised at how quickly I did fall asleep. Like this was, I don't know what, what my binge was, but I was able to bring my iPad in there and basically start watching an episode on mash or something. And I think dozed off even before, or like, you know, was starting to drift off before the episode ended. and, And I got a, what felt like a good night's sleep up until two in the morning when they said, okay, I think we've got what we need. Do you have a ride home? Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah yeah wow like, that's pretty uh, good especially well, for you where can you're not, I not like, just sleep like i'm not bothering you can i not can you not just yeah. let me get my yeah. sleep in can i Thanks. just
2: do like a little more things i'm, I'm
1: surprised yeah. to hear that given how you sometimes you don't sleep like you're kind of a wake yeah. up in the middle well of the night
2: this kinda. was also uh, 10 15 years ago i can't remember when it was that i had my sleep my first sleep study it's been a while it's been a long time mm-hmm. yeah
4: Yeah, Yeah, it's been 11 years since I did mine. So, yeah, Uh that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's fun. They don't Uh, do them (laughs) back to back, right? You don't go, you don't
1: do night sleep study or straight into the day one, right? You got to give some time between those, I assume.
4: Oh, no. Yeah, Yeah. no, I I didn't do mine, you know, right back to back like that. Basically, like, it's kind of like when you go in for an MRI, like, they don't tell you anything right then. They're like, okay, great. Like, like Brian said, okay, great. We, We got what we needed. Go home. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you follow up with your doctor and then they say, oh, OK, we need you to do another this other type of sleep study now. And then you schedule that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the the daytime sleep study is bizarre. Like mm. you you spend all day in there and five times throughout the day they come in and go, OK, time to take a nap. And <laughs> you just lay back down in the bed and they turn the lights off and and then 20 or so minutes later, they come back in and they're like, okay, time to wake up. And they just look to see if you actually fall asleep.
3: That would be really hard for me.
4: Yeah,
1: I don't think I could do it. I really, I mean, I, if you want to test me, test me driving after 20 minutes and then I'll fall asleep. <laughs>
2: that should be your sleep study yeah, test. Yeah. Great. That yeah. feels like a great, a great idea. It's like, yeah. oh,
1: you nodded off and hit the side of the embankment. Uh, congratulations. You have car You have car epilepsy. Yeah, yeah car-calepsy. That's
4: what, my husband car-calepsy. says that about me all the time that I have car yeah. yeah.
1: I really do. And yeah. I still, again, again, I blame my parents because they drove me around when I was little when I would cry. And that's how I would calm
2: down. Yeah. I think it that just has. Trained you on how to fall asleep yeah. in a car,
1: so now it's just that yeah. feeling of the road. Doesn't matter what music I'm playing. Windows can be wide open. You know, blaring AC doesn't matter. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, can be better. You got to drive. <laughs>
4: logs, yeah
1: well anyway Jeez. uh well let's get Woo. oh you were going to tell us about your jury duty thing what happened there oh,
4: yes yeah. yes okay so not not jury duty but like jury selection, jury selection. so okay. yeah, yeah because i i have served on a jury but that was like a long time ago i was in college um huh. but i can tell you, you dabbled for, a little bit
2: with uh, jury selection in college
4: <laughs> well <laughs> no that was just when i had to do jury duty and i hated it it was awful i was like "Ah, this guy is so obviously guilty and it was really ridiculous um so yeah no like when uh you know for the trial for my sister's murder they actually asked us to sit in for jury selection and so i was listening i was listening to your your talk about it scott and like how you know Two days. It took them two full days to just to select the jury yeah. for that. Um, and it was kind of, it was really kind of interesting. The process was, you know, they brought in the jury pool, and so there's like, you know, I don't know, eighty or so people sitting all in the in the gallery part of the courtroom, right? And right. they've all got little paddles with their number on it, right? And so then they 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 kind of do like a bit of a cattle call just to get rid of the obvious people. Right. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. does anybody know the DA or this other person in the DA's office? Do you know them personally? Raise your hand. Does anybody know, you know, the victim? Does anybody know the defendant? Does anybody know any, any of these people in their families? You know, do y'all know them? Okay, you can go, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and they just like are eliminating the big swaths of people. Then they get it down to a, a, a decent number. And what happens is, at least for this one, for our, for this trial, and again, like this is just my one experience with this. Your mileage may vary based on your your municipality or whatever. Uh, so, but this was my experience with it, and I thought it was kind of interesting. So, they the 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 attorneys interviewed the each of the the jurors individually. And so they were like, "You know, do you have any experience with domestic violence? Do you have any experience with security systems? Do you have, you know, all these things that were pertinent to the trial? Right. And then, of course, they asked, like the do you feel like you could be fair and unbiased and blah, 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 blah blah right, right.
3: sure.
4: and um, and then, so, and the way it works is each of the attorneys has a certain number of strikes. And they don't have to say why. They don't have to justify it. They can just go, oh, I don't like that lady. Mm. And then, and they, and and they go back.
2: Wow.
4: Yeah. And they go back and forth and they will, they will, of course, like while they're questioning people, they will say, I, you know, your honor, I, I moved to have this juror, you know, released for cause, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. in case, like in case they were a particular bias like if they if they just got up there and said something like yeah no like I I know what it takes for you to get arrested in this county and so if they arrest you you're you're guilty or whatever you know that kind of thing they will they will remove you for cause or if you get up there and say you know like in your case Scott you're like look I'm the only breadwinner for my house and it would put me at a severe Uh, hardship for me to serve blah 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 that kind of thing and then they'll they'll excuse you for that those kinds of things right right um and those are free those don't cost the lawyers any strikes but basically they play this weird little poker game you know to Mm -hmm. see like they're like okay so he's probably gonna strike this person this person this person um but you know We'll wait and see what happens here. And, you know, because they go back and forth going, OK, strike this person. Now, now you get the paper and I strike a person, you know, and then they they get left with the jury. And um, what was really funny to me was there was there was a dude who was a manager at a Taco, not Taco Bell, uh, Taco Mac and Ooh. he ended up. I want to know more about being... this Taco
1: Mac. I don't I need more taco places. Sorry, go ahead.
4: It's not oh, important. Taco Mac. <laughs> taco Mac is funny. It's like <laughs> It's it's a pub it's a brew pub. Like in the south here we have Taco Macs and they're they're one of these places with like a gajillion tap handles, you know, and mm. so and they're always rotating out their beer selection. That's mo- and it's it's a sports bar. That's mostly what Taco gotcha. Macs are. Okay. They happen to serve tacos, but it, it's, <laughs> it's like it's name. mostly like you go yeah. there for the wings. Okay. Like it's one of those kind of places you go to you go to Taco Mac for the wings. Right. Do they, but, but they um, don't
2: sell mac and cheese, just tacos and wings. <laughs> Uh, that's what I was their, expecting. Their
4: kids menu. Their kids menu has mac and cheese on so it. There but we it's go. Like, okay. It's craft mac and cheese. It's yeah.
1: Oh,
2: that's nothing to write home. <laughs> that's certainly not putting in <laughs> your damn name. So
1: this this right. Mac the guy, the Mac in the question here is a dude named Mac, I'm is my guess. Right? It's like
2: Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah, Fleetwood yeah. does not offer any Mac and <laughs> no, Cheese. No.
1: But Lindsay yeah. Buckingham will do it for a couple of bucks. He'll, he'll do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah. Do Right.
3: Anyway, sorry. Well,
4: <laughs> the hilarious thing was that we all kind of were like, oh, you know, we, we kind of like Taco Mac guy, you know. But then throughout Throughout the trial, he was actually I think he was one of the alternates, but one or two of the people serving on the jury actually had to excuse themselves, like because the yeah, you know, the nature of the case was just they were like I am it's, I'm having severe anxiety sitting here listening to all of this like it's really bad I can't I can't do this anymore please let me go you yeah. know wow and um that so they had to intense. excuse her and so a couple of the alternates had to step in and uh but there were a few times we looked over and it looked like he was falling asleep oh no and I was like and so I like let the DA know I was like um taco mac guy is falling asleep <laughs> and um i think it turned out he was actually just like it was during parts where they're playing you know audio recordings and stuff he just was he was he was closing everything out and listening just closing
2: his eyes maybe lowering his head so he could pay full attention to it
4: right yes exactly because and the reason i say that is because he ended up being the foreman of the jury which we were like Taco Bell guys, the foreman. Who knew? You know. I love that he's
2: Taco Mac guy. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Did you Did you watch uh, the the Jury Duty uh, TV show, Amy?
4: I have I have not yet, and okay. I keep hearing about it, and I keep see it keeps getting suggested to me. You know, just when yeah. I when I turn it on, and I'm like, okay, we have to watch this show. Somebody obviously. yeah,
2: somebody falls asleep during that one too. I think, oh, I, think so it, funny. I think it. I think it
1: this experience this lame experience i had with Uh with mine last week has actually Uh is the one thing that got me the most ready to finally watch that show Mm. i've been resistant up till now because i just don't like reality tv despite what all my friends say about how amazing it is brian included i just been a little bit like okay i don't know if this is really me but now i kind of want to go because i didn't get to go deeper myself i kind of want to even though it's like ultimately not a real Mm -hmm. thing i still want to see the process if that makes sense you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. not just get it from this, Law and Order or whatever.
2: Yeah, this 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 breaks every like any hatred and and well placed hatred the hatred that you have for uh, reality shows is um, this 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 doesn't fit in the thing that you hate. That's good. This is a completely different thing. That's so. what I need. In that's my good. Life. Yeah, that's
4: yeah. good. Is it a little like Joe Schmo? The premise reminds me of
2: that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is like you're basically one guy is, is the only, there's only one person who's unaware of everything that's going on. Everybody else is an actor. But to, to paint it with that wide a brush really makes it sound like, oh, is this just, you know, some guy getting punked? It's really not. It's really, it is so, so much more than that. Hmm.
4: All right, I'm yeah. gonna check. I'm gonna check this out because maybe we'll both
2: watch it. You, know. you really, you really should. And and yeah. uh, it's it's so brilliantly done, and you feel better having watched it at the end. Like you feel like, wow, I actually uh, there's hope for humanity because I watched this thing. Like the you know the the way this guy went through things without giving too much away, went through this experience and was genuine and and generous and uh really good like a good person it's like okay this this uh this gives you hope i'm in
4: that's fun I gotta that's watch. cool yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah i'll totally watch that yeah we're you know we of course we finished watching silo and you know we've been right. doing a little bit of a rewatch of ted lasso with because my kids wanted to watch it and mm. i'm like yeah i'll watch ted lasso anytime yep. and uh and so we're just kind of flip-flopping around right now and we're we're Alternating between the problem with John Stewart and uh, the reluctant traveler with Eugene Levy. Yes,
2: I hear that's really good. I do want to say oh, that. Yeah. So
4: it is so good, but just to warn you, don't watch it thinking you're going to go oh. That's interesting. I, I I think I should travel there. That looks like a great because where he's staying, <laughs> yeah. freaking seven thousand dollars a night accommodation. <laughs> he
2: is not pure. staying the places that, that people like you and me can afford. Good this. lord,
4: no, no. Yes. Wow. So yeah, yeah. Right. it was um, I mean, that even great. even when he went to South Africa, I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting because he stayed in the Kruger National Park, and I've been there, and the accommodations were. Not great. Like Kruger national is amazing, (laughs) but the accommodations themselves, it was like, okay, well, you know, we're in Africa, whatever. Um, and I, I wasn't expecting a four star hotel. No, no, no. They made this amazing looking hotel out of these old train tracks that they don't use anymore. And so they've got like a train there. Oh, it's awesome looking. And it goes over this river where a bunch of hippos live. And so that's like the big thing that they hear from the guests all the time is at night they can hear the hippos and <laughs> cool yeah. yeah always hear the yeah, hippos right? it's, wow. it looks really cool that's so rad. anyway yeah i love that show cool. so yeah i need something need something new to watch so there you go jury duty yep. Dirty duty's it
1: well i guess what else you might want to read something uh yes
4: so let's, yeah let's oh, talk
1: about right. that that's what this that's is. what the segment that's is <laughs>
4: Yeah, let's yeah. do it.
1: What did you uh, What you bring today? I heard a tiny bit of it because I had to get it queued up and I went, oh, I know that voice. So now I'm excited. To hear I was gonna going to say, on.
4: I bet you recognize the voice. Yeah. So yeah, it needs no introduction, I don't think.
0: All right, here we go. I'm going to play our clip. What mattered to me and to every other comedian who started doing those Monday nights was that even more than the Uncabaret, the Largo was truly a place to change your career. A good set could literally change the path of your life. I walked back into the kitchen one night, and there was Paul Thomas Anderson inviting me to be in Magnolia. Another night, the Farrelly brothers came, and I started punching up their movies. And that was just me. There were suddenly other faces, other amazing talents. Paul F. Tompkins, dapper and razor-witted, who on most Mondays did what another comedian described to me as structural damage to the room. Here came people I remembered from San Francisco. Greg Barrett, Greg Proops, Karen Kilgariff, Marilyn Rice Cub, who I'd first seen in San Francisco, doing poetry at the Albion, was now bringing the same off-inflection, broken iambic attack and startling ships up onto the stage. The Largo audience went anywhere, shifted gears effortlessly. None of us had ever seen anything like it. Sarah Silverman, David Cross, and Louis C.K. would go up and destroy, like they were playing the video game Doom in God Mode. God Mode, by the way, that's where you play with endless ammo, endless lives. A lot of my mad TV sketches never got written because I was too busy mowing down beholders and demons with a pulse. <laughs> ah,
1: he's such a nerd. I love it. I love it.
4: I awesome. know. I had to include that clip because he talks about playing Doom and how, you know, yeah. oh, my yeah. stuff didn't get done because I was too busy playing Doom.
1: <laughs> yeah. Those early 90s, that's awesome. all a lot of us did, I think. Uh, Doom was a uh, mm-hmm. constant in, yeah. in my life. That's fantastic. Uh, so, all right. Well, what is, I, this sounds autobiographical autobiog- bi- uh, is the word I was trying to produce out of my mouth. Uh, is Indeed. it? Indeed. All
4: right. Yes. Yes, it is. This is um, a, a bit of a memoir from Pat Oswalt. Uh, many people in the chat room have recognized his voice. Uh, and it, it's called Silver Screen Fiend, Learning About Life from an Addiction to Film. Mm. And What's hilarious about this book to me is he kind of goes through his his early days in his <laughs> excuse me in his career and how he became completely addicted to anything cinema and he writes about it in such a way it's it's almost like if you've ever read a memoir of a recovered alcoholic or an, a recovering addict same thing you know they talk about like oh i went on this binge and that binge and but that's pat oswald talking about going to the new beverly and watching you know old classics and he literally was just like he would go there every day and watch whatever was playing and it was starting to affect his it was starting to affect his career his ability to write uh and you know, because all of these plots of all these movies were getting weirdly meshed in his head, and he was making really <laughs> bizarre pitches for sketches on Mad TV, and they were like, "Yeah, okay, like we'll uh, write that out for us, and we'll consider it." You know, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, okay. yeah. So he writes about he writes about how his addiction to to movies really the same way that an alcoholic would would write about their descent into alcoholism and uh yeah it's great it's it's of course it's funny it's Patton oswald and uh i will tell you if you if you do the audiobook version there are a number of times where you can you could tell he shifts between reading the text and then he goes and by the way here's a, here's a footnote for you guys listening to the audiobook oh, cool. blah, blah 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 and oh. it, yeah it, those are those are great he just shifts into like hey i'm just here talking to you telling you a story it's not it's even fantastic. part of the
1: book that's great i like that that's really cool i, I don't know if you call it fourth wall breaking but i like when they add a little extra something to yeah, to what you're yeah it doing. makes you
2: feel yeah. like you're getting a little something extra with the audiobook yeah I exactly, like
4: exactly. It's very short. It's the book itself is only 240 pages. It take you know, the, the audio version takes about four hours to listen to. It's fantastic. It's really mm. good. He did. It was released in 2015. So it was before his wife died. Mm. So there's a bit at the end that's sort of an appendix, you know, because he talks about uh, when it, in the acknowledgements, I always listen to the acknowledgements This particularly when it's a memoir, you know, you know, there's going to be some good little nuggets in there, little anecdote that they're going to slip in there. And uh, he he acknowledges his wife. And so that's a little sad. It's like, oh, yeah. pa- pa- past Patton, your your wife's going to die. That was a I'm rough, sorry.
1: rough, uh, yeah. rough thing for him. But he's you know yeah. seems to be doing good now.
4: Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Well he, now he's married to Meredith Salinger.
1: Yeah. She's awesome.
4: Super hot, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yep. So,
1: and he ain't getting any hotter. He's getting lumpier.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, like, uh,
1: <laughs> I saw him, I saw he's- him at probably age. I mean, he's roughly our age, a little older than us, I think Brian, but he's, he was in a Seinfeld episode where he played a VHS movie clerk, like at a, like at a,
2: Oh, really? Like a blockbuster, blockbuster style thing. Yeah,
1: and he would have been. I was doing the math on it. He would have been like twenty four. Wow, it's Mm. wild to see it because it's just like a kid. It's just a little, yeah, a little pudgy, funny, weird looking kid. (laughs) Um, Oh,
2: that's so cool.
1: Does he talk in that book at all about how it seemed like Pat Oswald was doing stand up and he was on King of the King of Queens here and there and stuff like that? But it was small. Mostly stand-up stuff, and then suddenly Ratatouille comes. He's the voice mm-hmm. of the rat, Remy the rat, and then suddenly his career seems like it exploded after Ratatouille. Did he talk about that at all, or yes. no? Yeah, he okay. talks.
4: He talks about that, and uh, and he talks about really from his point of view, King of Queens is really where he got a foothold, hmm. um, because you know, I mean, he was a series regular on on King of Queens, and so that was mm-hmm. his. That was his steady source of income mm-hmm. for like nine years. He said, and I was like, "Whoa, King of Queens was on that long. You know, So I mean, I guess it, for it to be a steady source of income, it wouldn't have had to be on that long. It just needs to be in syndication, right? Sure. But, uh, yeah, um, he he does, he talks about King of Queens and he he, he does retrospectively he says, if you'd have told me at this point in time that I would voice a Pixar, Character, <laughs> like there would have been no way because he talks about actually going to the movies when the Toy Story movies first started coming out, sure. and mm-hmm. he was he was enthralled by that. And so, and then yeah. to actually
2: be in one of the movies from that group later on, yeah, mm-hmm.
4: so yeah, re- he's in a really uh, somebody in the chat oh, mentioned uh, Zombie Spaceship Wasteland, uh, mm. which is his newer book, uh, that one came out in 2011, and um, yeah, which is similar, it's a it's a it's also a memoir, but he talks about uh, you know he talks about more his youth you know in that in that book. So he talks about being a young kid and uh, you know being a, a teenager working in a in a Cineplex kind of thing. Mm. Um, and but yeah, he he talks about all of those things. And this one, this one again is called Silver Screen Fiend. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's really good. I, need I, to enjoy s- it. I I
1: would. I would like to hear it. Um, I was just. Checking. I'm sorry,
4: I said that Zombie Spaceship Wasteland was newer. That's incorrect. Was oh, that older? Because 2011 is older than 2015.
1: You're right. You're right.
4: It's news. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news from Georgia. News. Yep. You know? Wow. Uh,
1: how how on fire is all your media there in Georgia today? Must be pretty crazy.
4: You know, if you I pay haven't attention to even, it, <laughs> I haven't. I, when you said that earlier, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, I guess I should Google it and find out what the hell's going on. Yeah. <laughs> because like i got up this morning and i said okay i need to i need to make a clip i need to get everything set up for tms and i you know i got some work i gotta do blah blah, blah. and so i turned on like the piano jazzy mario mm-hmm. music oh yeah and i was oblivious i was wow. like okay i so i didn't know what was going on but now i see i'm like oh whoa yeah well, all right then georgia go on with your bad self do
1: keep yeah keep you on know? rocking that <laughs> um i was trying to find it i was trying to kill a little time while i found it i cannot find it but there was a documentary right around the time things started blowing up for him for pat oswalt that was uh following him zach galifianakis jason or uh uh uh, brian possein um Hmm. and i forgot her name she's that crazy comedian that's just kind of wacky i can't think of her name maria bamford
3: Oh,
4: yeah. oh, I yeah. love her um, so much. It's
1: a really, they all went on tour together and did a bunch of dates as just like this was the comedy tour. And the documentary is crazy. It's the first time I'd even heard of Galifianakis. So this is a while ago. Mm-hmm. And it is real good. I recommend tracking that down. Half this thing, I swear, Brian, you'd love it. Because him and Posein would sneak away from everybody multiple times in the week to go find comic book shops
2: oh cool and
1: buy comics because they were so into it and uh, it would drive some of the other ones crazy and then also Galifianakis was as weird as you think he is and was just freaking everybody out on the tour it's a fantastic tour but I just don't know what it's called
2: or not, doc, good. The the comedians of comedy is what Doctor Coach says. That's it. Yes. Yeah. All he, right. I need to see that. Basically, I love when stuff like that, like that, and Smartless, when you get people that you think are funny, all it's like a superhero team up. Yeah. You know, to carry the comic metaphor. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's better, bigger than the sum of their parts. Basically. That's exactly it. It's mm-hmm. uh, so
1: there it is. It's Bamford, Oswald, uh, Posein, and uh, Galifianakis. Wow. It's great. Uh, it's okay. worth seeing that 2005 really cool. so it's yeah. 2005 a year before uh ratatouille so this just it just felt like it was kind of a, a brewing moment of, for all of them it's but on the
2: cusp sure yeah mm-hmm. it's
1: it's su- super worth watching um all right well there you have it amy as yeah. always oh give us the title one more time just so people walk away with it
4: the title is silver screen fiend learning about life from an addiction to film Light. by Patton oswald
1: fantastic May all your Ooh. night and day sleep things be fine.
2: Oh,
4: and <laughs> don't forget. Yes. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, tell yeah, them about tell them to... about the
1: channel. Let's see what's going on over there. What's happening?
4: Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm gonna be. I'm still trying to kind of find a good time that's gonna consistently work. Um. So you know, just be be watching. I I usually announce like, hey, I'm gonna do a pottery stream today. You know, at and several. Uh, hours ahead of time. I, I think I'm sticking with Thursdays, but I've switched it to being after my work time because I have a new boss who likes to schedule meetings. So, <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, middle of the day, uh, pottery stream wasn't really working for me there. Yeah. But uh, and I'm going to probably start doing them more often because I've got a lot of cool new techniques that I want to try out and and play with on camera for you guys. So yeah, definitely follow me over there. YouTube.com slash uh, at red fraggle three. And and we have, we have one more, we have one more spot for the Asheville meetup, you guys. And I am very excited. Chuck is very like, we're all, everybody's getting excited. It's, we're going to have so much fun. I think Dunaway is like, Really stoked about. I know, <laughs> the I know. Look at his like bring. the stuff he's
2: bringing is hilarious. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. he's into it he's I've never seen him this excited about anything if I'm honest
4: I'm I'm all for I think we should like set up microphones and do like a riff tracks when we <laughs> when We have like movie night or something certainly yeah. can it's, I am not fun. bringing
2: any like microphone headphone I'm gonna have my airpods and that's it I'm not bringing like I'm so tired of going on trips where I have to take so much equipment because I'm gonna try and record a podcast while I'm doing it yeah
1: so. it's kind of the worst but, oh no but yeah, all of you,
4: you people should have- you are our guest you are yeah. you are the guest be so you guest. come on and just have fun
1: be cool. our guest yeah. real gorilla chest anyway
4: oh by the way yeah. i took i yeah. took your little private message as a as a challenge there so you might want to check on oh your yeah buildings. check
1: on your town brian you're probably getting oh. bulldozed
2: <laughs> uh no full still five full shields wait what? how come i only exactly. have i
4: knocked all your buildings down bro
2: not, not mine <laughs> wait, i wait.
3: totally
4: I'm a, did
2: i'm on uh let me take a look here let me look at my let me look at my land yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Come on, stop moving. Stop moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Collect. How right, do you have five moving. shields? I only get three max. As you increase your net worth, you get uh, you get extra shield spaces. You get extra. You get faster dice replenishment. Okay. Yeah, all my buildings are like
4: super nice what and pristine Did and it, clean. Does it yeah. just like auto fix them while it's auto running in no, the background? No,
2: I, have, I think you're attacking a different. Brian,
4: <laughs> I've got it was a Brian with like it's picture of you with a target and No, an yeah, it's definitely here. me.
2: Weird, yeah. No, it's uh maybe it's
1: time weird. time delayed or something the way it works. I don't maybe. know. Maybe, yeah. You know, huh. it, it may not be real time,
2: but this runs in the background. and My shields have not dropped down below four.
4: <laughs> so, huh. Wow. Well, yeah. where you we go then? That's there
2: are many story.
1: Brian's.
4: I wonder who I smashed.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, somebody who's posing as me apparently and trying to
4: take all my dice. Yeah.
1: Matuba in the Evidently. chat, they're talking about Monopoly Go. Go, go download it. Yes, yeah. it's a very yeah. stupid game we're all enjoying. Okay, good. <laughs> it is really it's dumb. So it's really ab- dumb.
4: It is a yeah. dopamine factory. Just, yep. yeah,
1: we'll probably have a whole Wendy segment on this in a couple of months when we've all, yep, died <laughs> it's fine. It. it'll be fine.
2: As long as I get my stickers before then, I don't care.
1: Yep. Uh, Amy, yeah. uh, our best to the kids and to Chuck, and enjoy your week. And we'll see you next time. Bye now.
3: Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.
1: All right, there she goes. There she goes. Yeah, Matuba.
2: This is probably not for you, although it's it's has as much to do with Monopoly as you know. It's visuals. It's like
1: oh, that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, exactly. it's not the Monopoly at all. The fact that Scott
2: is even playing it. Yeah, and I <laughs> hate Monopoly. It should be a testament how how little it really has to do. With yeah, Monopoly. I don't
1: like Monopoly at all. Um, and this is just it's just the motif of Monopoly. That's it. Yeah, yeah. it's a whole different kind but, of bag.
2: But you know, hey, it may not be for you, too, but totally fine. Yeah, Whatever. it's totally
1: fine. Um, all right, where are we now? We're done. But well, that's what we're that's where we are. The show's over, and I would like to thank our patrons because I just yeah. realized yesterday I was going through some names to put them at the top of the show, and I was like. Man, look at this page upon page upon page of people. Now we were dumb when we set this thing up and and set kind of our goals a little low in terms of like how much per month and that sort of thing. But it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. we're so grateful mm-hmm. to have whatever you can do. All right, so that dollar a month thing still applies. You can get in there and for as low as a buck a month. You can support the show. There are other higher levels to get more stuff like art in the mail and you know some other cool monthly benefits you can only get at those levels. But mm-hmm. but. There's still just that dollar entry point. So some of you out there are like, well, is it more is it worth is it even worth the trouble? Yes, it is. Go over there and do it today. All right. Patreon.com slash TMS. Show your love and support for the show in the best way possible so that we can keep it on the air. That's patreon.com
2: slash TMS. Brian will now play us a song and take us out. Totally totally play you a song. Yeah, Mac wrote in, said, Hello, boys. My lovely wife, uh, Talithia, has survived another spin around this star on around the 15th, and I'd like to do a little something to celebrate her. She introduced me to the concept of industrial music. She is the mistress, and I am still the student of her two favorite bands, Front 242 and Frontline Assembly. I have no idea if anyone has tried to cover them, so I leave the challenge to you, Covermaster. Good luck. Mm. She just likes bands that begin with the word front. Apparently. I was going
1: to say, is there a third? I can't even think of a third one. I can't, I can't
2: think of one either. Front. Front. front no, fronting front I can tell you that I don't have any other uh friends in my library because when I did just typed in the word front the only thing that came up was a cover <laughs> of uh front 242's crushed uh. this is by uh, a woman who is no stranger to the dragon con um and um and pop culture convention circuit she's great and I think she's even done some like steampunky kind of performances uh regardless she's really really good her name she performs under the name Unwoman. And this is from her all-cover album, Uncovered, from 2011. She is awesome. This is Crushed, originally by Front242, performed by Unwoman. See you guys tomorrow.